This past Sunday was Easter for Ukrainian Orthodox Christians. People all over the world have been watching the war in Ukraine and trying to figure out what they can do to help. There's one place, halfway around the world from the conflict, that's taking extraordinary steps to support Ukrainians. That place is Edmonton, in Alberta, Canada. Outside of Ukraine and Russia, Canada is home to the largest population of Ukrainians in the world. More than a hundred years ago, the Canadian government recruited Ukrainians specifically to farm the cold Canadian prairie. And today, the city of Edmonton is home to almost 100,000 Ukrainian Canadians. Since the start of the war, Edmonton's Ukrainian community has rallied, supporting the war effort and welcoming new immigrants. Ukrainian church groups are particularly active. Lucy Grindon traveled to Edmonton to report on the efforts of one church. When you head to baggage claim at the Edmonton airport, the first thing you see is a table decked out with blue and yellow balloons. Volunteers at the booth wait around the clock to greet new arrivals from Ukraine. Around 300 have arrived in Edmonton since the war began. Late on a recent Sunday night, Yaroslav Kostuk arrives to meet his sister and her daughter. There's a pile of stuffed animals at the booth. Kostuk picks out a polar bear. He hasn't seen his sister in five years. A woman and a small girl come through the doors, and he rushes up to them and hugs them. Ivan Lipovic, the volunteer at the booth, stands back and watches. That's a family. <laughs> Kostuk hands his niece the polar bear, and he points to Lipovic. The little girl runs up to Lipovic and gives him a hug. She says thank you in Ukrainian. And she heads with her mom and her uncle off to baggage claim. Irina Polishuk arrived in Edmonton two weeks ago. She recalls the moment at the airport when she first saw the welcoming volunteers. For a refugee, the people who are meeting you at the at the airport, at any place where they arrive, um, they are the most important people at that moment, like parents to a child, a frightened child. Irina Kravitz-Kuzmich is the president of the Ukrainian Women's Organization in Edmonton. She also attends St. John's Ukrainian Orthodox Cathedral and volunteers to greet new arrivals at the airport. She says the work has become a central part of her life. I'm almost every day there, and and, and in this point, I can say that my life has completely changed. Many of the other volunteers at the airport booth are also members of St. John's Cathedral. It's the largest Ukrainian Orthodox church in Edmonton. In the last few months, the cathedral has become a focus of aid both to Ukraine and to new arrivals fleeing the war. Father Cornel Zubritsky, one of the cathedral's priests, recalls the night these efforts began. February 24th, he turned on the TV to see if the war in Ukraine had started, and he saw reports of shelling. I said to my wife, you know, I, I, I better go to church and I better open up the cathedral because there may be people who will want to just come by and pray. They're going to want to come by and just be with someone else. They don't want to be alone. Um, so I just put my coat on. And by the time I got here, there was already one family in front of the church waiting to get in. In the weeks since, many have come to the cathedral to pray, but also to plan and organize. In the corner of the church basement, there's a pile of donated suitcases. Soon they'll be packed with medical supplies and carried by volunteers to Poland and then delivered to Ukraine. As Father Zubritsky explains, it's the fastest and most reliable way to get the supplies where they're needed. Most of this stuff ends up going to either field hospitals or hospitals in cities where they're just running short of even basic things like Tylenol for pain control. So this is, this is just generic um, Costco acetaminophen tablets. That's a big box. And then we have some gauze. 
And this is, I think, a cold pack. And then, uh, of course, you have kits for soldiers. Th those have been requested as are, are the first aid kits. As we're heading back up the stairs, we run into Petro Motica, the cathedral's caretaker. He says he hopes to help transport the medical supplies. So y you're thinking about um, going to Poland uh, to take some of the suitcases? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have a dream to help. <laughs> yeah, Ukrainian people, actually, because I'm originally from Ukraine. The next morning is Palm Sunday. After church, Solomia Tchaikovska and her father head to a small classroom in the basement. Tchaikovska has been helping with the packing and shipping of medical supplies, but her day job is teaching kindergarten. She's planning to start a daycare center here at the church for newly arrived Ukrainian kids, so she needs to figure out the classroom's capacity. It used to be a preschool, so it's already equipped with tiny tables for little kids. Tato is measuring um, this uh, uh, room, uh, so we know uh, how many kids we can place here, uh, because there are so many regulations that we have to adhere to. Most of Tchaikovska's family and friends are still in Ukraine. She says the relief work helps her feel less powerless in the face of the war, no matter how much time it takes. My husband is saying that he almost never sees me, so <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of sad because it's also a sacrifice. And um, you know, I, I don't know how long I can keep going like this, but I also know that um, I'm not I'm not in this by myself. It's like a beehive, and we're all working towards one cause. And and you know, I'm this little bee who is doing something, and it makes me feel good. Uh, it helps me keep going through this horror, uh, like time in 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 uh, the history of my country and in 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 my life i don't know if what i would have what i would do if i didn't have this Tchaikovska says it'll take a few months to get the daycare center up and running when it does open they'll welcome ukrainian kids and also provide jobs for immigrant women next week a volunteer will carry another round of medical supplies back to ukraine lucy grinden columbia radio news